something that's seriously wrong, something that's going to blow up, it will probably be Deutsche Bank, and it is going to be the biggest financial collapse in history. And you're either prepared for it or not. If you don't own some gold and silver, you're going to be in trouble. Hello, this is Maurice Jackson. Before we present today's interview, I'd like to remind our listening audience that I'm a licensed broker to sell precious metals through Miles Franklin, where we have unlimited options to expand your precious metals portfolio. Stay tuned to the end of our interview for contact details, and I look forward to the opportunity to speak with you. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us for a conversation is the founder of the websites 321 Gold and 321 Energy, the world famous best selling author, Bob Moriarty. Glad to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. It's a pleasure talking to you again. Before we begin today's discussion, I want to encourage audience members to find a pen and paper, get comfortable, and take notes. Mr. Moriarty is going to share what we believe is some critical information for you to know and understand regarding price movements in precious metals, weak hands buying at tops and selling at bottoms, and how you may benefit financially. The world is in a tricky spot. We see political instability in the United States, protests going on globally, and central banks are robbing citizens through currency debasements. We have sovereigns and bank debt at an all-time high. But there's hope for the individual, and that's why we have you on the show today. Bob, I know you study the markets and stay informed on geopolitics. What has your attention at the moment, and why? Oh, boy, that's a tough question. (laughs) There are so many black swans circling, it's scary. And I have been saying for six months that we would have a crash. Excuse me. We would have a crash in October. Uh... We kind of did, okay? I, I'm going to say that I was wrong, but I wasn't all that wrong. In middle September, the, the Federal Reserve came out and started flooding the banking system with cash. And the only reason they would possibly do that was something was seriously wrong. And I think I was absolutely on track. And I think that if the Federal Reserve had not poured hundred dollar bills onto a bonfire, I I think we would have had the crash. That's one of those good news, bad news stories. Uh, The good news is we didn't have a crash. Mm -hmm. The bad news is we're going to have a crash and they just made it worse. Uh, uh, You use the term debasing. Uh, They're they're literally crapping on money. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's their they're destroying money. And the strange thing is people think I'm a gold bug. And I'm actually not a gold bug, okay? I, I just like honest money. And when the only alternative is dishonest money, you have to go back to what has been the savior of individuals and cities and countries for 5,000 years. And that's gold and silver. Now, Bob, I want to stop there for a second here. Uh, we made it sound like the printing has stopped, but actually they're still printing and they're not giving it a name. Is that correct? Well, uh, that's what's so funny. Yeah, they did give it a name. <laughs> what is that? It, it, it's not QE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things like uh, it, if it ain't QE, uh, what is it? It's not QE. Oh, hmm. so it, it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, but it's a not duck. Oh, I got it. No problem. <laughs> That's easy logic to follow here. Uh, Bob, I want to share a quote uh, from one of your rec- your most recent book, I should actually say, and it's become my favorite book now, which is Basic Investing in Resource Stocks, in which you stated on page 17. Young people today seem to think that their most important job is to save the world. Screw saving the world. Save your family and yourself by taking the planet's oldest and most dependable insurance plan. Twofold question here. 
What is the planet's oldest and most dependable insurance plan and why do so few people own it? Uh, honest money. And, and, and it, here, here's what's crazy because it, I think it's a bad question. When, when you say why do so few people own it, that implies that that's a bad thing. And anybody that's read my books understands <laughs> that I'm a contrarian and a very successful contrarian, and I love it when people don't own it. That's when I do want to own it. It Making money in resources or investing of anything is as simple as buy when things are cheap and sell when they're expensive. Now, if you want to be part of the herd, you're going to get slaughtered and you're always going to be buying at tops and selling at bottoms. And I don't know why people do that, but, uh, you know, they, they, they want to be part of the herd and they keep getting slaughtered and they think it's manipulation and it's conspiracy and it's the evil banks and it's the government. All of that's bullshit, okay? You have alternatives, and if you pay attention, there's so much good information now. In 1929, 321 Gold didn't exist, okay? Bernard Baruch knew what was going on. Joseph Kennedy knew what was going on, but the average guy in the street did not have access to information. The average guy in the street today has access to more information than they've ever had in history. So there's no reason to be part of the herd, and there's no reason to give your money away. Now, it, investing in gold and silver right now is actually not an investment. It's actually an insurance policy, and the house is burning down. I, I think the number for the Federal Reserve pumping money into the system, I think they have pumped 350 or 360 billion into the system. Uh, and unbeknownst to most Americans, the EU is doing the same thing. Something is seriously wrong, something that's going to blow up, it will probably be Deutsche Bank, and it is going to be the biggest financial collapse in history. And you're either prepared for it or not. If you don't own some gold and silver, you're going to be in trouble. You know, let's take this conversation back two years ago when you talk about buying low and selling high. You and I were in Japan and we were at a site visit in Irving uh, Resources. And we were in the taxi. I don't know if you recall this, going back to the airport and you share with me, Maurice, rhodium is a great buying opportunity. And at that time, rhodium was around, I want to say 850, 900, if I'm not mistaken. And the price of rhodium today, two years later, is over 5,500. That's exactly why we have you on this program here, sir. Well, here's what's interesting and what you have to do because you have the alternative of investing in gold mm -hmm. or silver or rhodium or palladium or platinum. Now, of those five alternatives, which has gone up the most? And it was rhodium. And it's that simple. Okay, mm -hmm. everybody wants to make it complicated. You don't have to know where the price of rhodium is going or where the price of gold is going or where the price of silver is going. All you have to do is figure out what's cheap. Now, of those five metals today, is rhodium cheap? No, sir. Is palladium cheap? It is not, is, sir. Is gold cheap? Uh, it's not. No, I'm going to say no on that one as well. Okay. Is silver cheap? That is a definite yes, sir. Is platinum cheap? That is an absolute, sir. Okay. So the number one thing to buy today would be platinum, and the number one thing to sell today would be rhodium. Now, you can make it complicated if you want. You could talk about diesel engines. And you could talk about South Africa, and you could talk about problems with Russia, you could talk about production in Rhodesia. It's all bullshit, okay? What's cheap and what's expensive? Buy what's cheap, sell what's expensive. And funny thing is, uh, you know, of course, Barbara died. 
I was going through boxes of stuff that I hadn't gone through for several years, and I came up with a rhodium bar. And I thought, hmm, rhodium's good. So I traded the rhodium bar for five ounces of platinum, and I was absolutely thrilled to get it because when I bought it, rhodium was half the price of platinum. And when I sold it, it was 10 times more valuable in relative terms. It, it, investing is not complicated. Don't let anybody make it complicated. It's simple. I think we did a similar transaction, and uh, we got, uh, I think I got 100 ounces of silver and uh, three ounces, I believe, of, uh, of platinum, or 3.1, 3.2, somewhere in there from that same transaction. So speaking of that, let's introduce the concept of buying low and selling high. For those that purchase physical precious metals, you've made some, you know, you've alluded to it, but can you share the concept of using ratios to your advantage and what buying opportunities, like I said, you already shared them with us, but let's, let's put those ratios into perspective for people so they understand what to buy, when to buy, and when to sell. Okay, now that's, that's a good point. I've done a lot of research in silver versus gold. Now, in the last hundred years, for 50 of those years, silver was money. For the last 50 years, it was not money. The 100-year average ratio between silver and gold was 53 to 1. It got as low as 17 to 1 in, in January of 1980 when gold spiked to age 75, and it got as high to 100 to 1 in, in 2003, 2003, I'm sorry, 1993. Mm -hmm. Recently, it got as high as 94 to 1. Now, these are all numbers that are in my book, and it's very easy for people to take a look at the chart. And their sources online where you can follow it. But basically, what that means is when the ratio is above 53 to 1, silver is cheap, gold is expensive. When it's below 53 to 1, gold is cheap and silver is expensive. And you can trade the ratio every two or three years and consistently make money and add to your position. Everybody wants to talk about interest rates and the Fed and there's going to be a coup against Trump and the Democrats and Jeffrey Epstein. It's all bullshit. It is all bullshit. What's cheap, what's expensive. Uh, I think the ratio right now is about 82 or 83 to 1. Silver is still very cheap. Uh, the, the best metal right now is, is platinum. Uh, platinum is very cheap against rhodium, very cheap against uh, palladium, and, and very cheap, historically cheap against gold. So I think that platinum's in exactly the same position now that rhodium was when you and I were talking about it in the taxi. Mm -hmm. now, let's pause for, you said something important I think a lot of people skipped over. You referenced that you took, you sold your rhodium and got ounces of platinum. You didn't say something important that I often hear people say is they sold their rhodium and got cash. That's very important. Mm, yeah, it is, of course. I mean, I know what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is that most people make this, this, they don't understand the importance of the precious metals, and you're actually making that insurance plan larger in weight in ounces, whereas the average person, I think what they do is if they come in here into the sectors, they make it a, a metal, and it appreciates, but they sell it and get that debased currency, that currency that's debasing right now. Uh, so that's a very critical point that I want our audience members to take note of, is that you're selling the metal to get another metal that is on sale. Well, and, and the key is how I view the metals. The metals are my insurance policy, and believe me, I, I can reach in my pocket or I can go to my, my bag that I carry with me all the time I always have some physical gold, I always have some physical silver, and I always have some physical platinum. Uh, that, that's just plain old common sense. There are a lot of people who believe Deutsche Bank's gonna go under. Mathematically, Deutsche Bank has to go under. 
and their derivatives position is so high that it's going to do exactly the same thing that the collapse of credit and shelter did in 1931. It's going to drag the entire financial system with it. If you don't have two to three months of cash or two to three months of physical silver or gold or platinum, uh, you you are putting your your literally your mm -hmm. your life at risk. I don't know how people are going to cope with the banks closing, but the chance of that happening is excellent. And it, you just need to be prepared for it. You need to be prepared for it emotionally. Uh, you need to be prepared for it and having some, some extra food. Uh, we, we live in extremely dangerous times. And I, I, I do want to touch base with what's going on with Trump because mm -hmm. uh, that's that's pretty serious too. Well, certainly, let's let's discuss uh, President Trump. Okay, can we describe what the FBI and the DOJ and the CIA have done against Trump as a coup d'état that's been in progress since 2016? Yes. Okay, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or if you don't vote or don't care at all. No society has ever improved once the deep state starts deciding they're going to elect who the new emperor is going to be. If you want to understand what's going on today, you need to go back to Gibbons and decline and fall of the Roman Empire and and what happened in 100 and 200 AD. Uh, it, it got to the point where the Praetorian Guard was determining who the emperor should be. We are there today, okay? Now, I, I'm not saying bad things about the Democrats. I'm not saying bad things about the Republicans because it doesn't make any difference. Voting now is a total waste of time. We have uh, total corruption in our system. Our medical system doesn't work. Our education system doesn't work. Our political system clearly doesn't work. Our banking system doesn't work, and it doesn't get better from here. It only gets worse until we have either a revolution or a civil war. And I would give the chance of a civil war at probably 80% and the chance of a revolution at 20%. We are so corrupt today that serving members of the military commit treason against the president. Now, I don't like Trump. <coughs> I think the man is a jackass. However, we've had lots of jackasses as presidents before, and it didn't make any difference. Mm -hmm. We survived that. What we cannot survive is treason in the ranks. Now, you know, as a member of the military, the oath of office and the oath of office in the military that everybody takes and they take every time they get promoted is to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and, and domestic. The domestic enemies of the Constitution today are far greater than the foreign enemies Russia is not the enemy of the United States. Iran is not the enemy of the United States. Libya was not the enemy against of the United States. China is not the enemy of the United States. The United States is the enemy of the United States. And we lack the leaders who have the courage to stand up and say, you don't have to like Trump, but the son of a bitch was elected fairly, so we have an absolute moral and legal obligation to do what he says. 
period. Bob, I'm sitting here shaking my head. You just said something I didn't think about. I, I, I kind of twiddled it in my mind, but didn't think about it in the same context. The United States is the enemy of the United States. That's, that's pretty deep. And that's sad as well. Uh, and that's the situation that we're in right now, which is truly, truly unfortunate. Well, but, you know, life, life is unfortunate, okay? You're born, shit happens, and you die. And nobody said it was going to be easy. Let me, let me give you an analogy. I saw something today that was so bizarre, I just couldn't believe it. A woman got on television, and they thought she was worth interviewing, and I would say it was a young woman who was 22 or 23 or 25 years old, and she said, some people are very sensitive to noise, so we need to eliminate people clapping. And I thought about that, and I thought, my God, have we gotten turned into such wusses that, that, oh, God, don't clap in front of me. It hurts my poor ears. I'm going, Jesus H. Christ. You know, we've got girls' restrooms. We've got boys' restrooms. We've got maybe girls' restrooms, maybe boys' restrooms. What happened to girls having a pussy and guys having a dick? It used to be very simple. Now we got 47 variations of sexual interest. That's crazy. And that's a topic for another day, and I agree with you. I'm pretty sure, I don't want to speak for someone else, but I would say that 99% of the audience members would agree with you there as well. That is, uh, it's, it gets to the point where you don't say unique, you just say unique. That's a unique situation there. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. When I was 20 years old, I was the youngest fighter pilot in the world, and I thought I had the world by the short and curlies, and I looked at guys in their 60s and 70s and said, damn, I don't ever want to get to be that old. Well, I am that old now, and I look at people in their 20s, and I think, damn, I'm glad I'm not 20 years old. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track here, which is it's part of the discussion that what we've just discussed. But let's uh, get back to buying low and selling high. Um, you have identified a number of unique buying opportunities that you see now in the junior mining space. Let's discuss some companies that uh, have your attention. Okay, well, let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. Uh, the, the number of gold contracts outstanding and the number of silver contracts outstanding are either at or near record levels. And when that happens, almost inevitably you have a top and you have a correction. A correction is not a bad thing. A correction is a good thing. Mm -hmm. If the Federal Reserve is going to throw bushel baskets of crisp $100 bills on, on, on a fire, okay, it, you can guarantee at some point in time precious metals are going to go up. Typically, at this time of year, we are about five or six weeks away from the worst part of the tax loss silly season. Uh, every, everybody gets bored with gold and silver. Gold and silver going down. I don't want to own any stocks. Liquidity drop uh, draws up and prices go down. It is a wonderful opportunity to be buying attractive stocks, and there are so many attractive stocks now. Uh, name, name some of them that, that are on your list that I can talk about. Let's begin with Nova Resources. They just released an important press release regarding mechanical sorting tests, and then let's discuss the value proposition before us. Novo recently completed mechanical sorting tests with Steinert Global in Perth, Australia. The Steinert mechanical sorter using an induction sensor as well as an x-ray transmission sensor was utilized for test work. Small gold nuggets recently recovered from Novo's Edge in a Gold project were tested for sortability. As a demonstration of this test work to inform investors, small nuggets were affixed to a piece of sticky tape. Nuggets over one millimeter were tested as well as small nuggets under one millimeter.
In the first test, nuggets in excess of one millimeter were placed evenly along a piece of sticky tape. The two larger nuggets on the left side were used for registering the imaging. The first nugget to the right is approximately two millimeters across. The next three nuggets get progressively smaller. As you can see, the last nugget is approximately one millimeter across. The sticky tape was then carefully affixed to the conveyor belt inside of the Steinert mechanical sorter. Note that this belt is approximately one meter across. Steinert sorters with a two meter belt are commercially available. Once the tape was affixed, the machine was turned on. In the foreground, there is an array of air jets used to blast material off the belt and into bins immediately right of this image. An induction sensor as well as an x-ray transmission sensor are located underneath the conveyor belt in the central part of the sorter. By the time a rock particle reaches the end of the conveyor belt, its physical properties have been ascertained. The conveyor operates at 2.8 meters per second, which is approximately 10 kilometers per hour. On this screen, we can see input from the induction sensor. One can readily see the two registration nuggets on the left-hand side and the small 1 to 2 millimeter nuggets scattered along the right. Each time the tape passes the sensor, all nuggets are seen. If the nugget can be seen by the machine, that means the air jets at the end of the conveyor belt can push the nugget into the recovery bin. The recovery bin is a sealed hands-off compartment. Here you see a still shot of the nuggets. The two on the left are the registration nuggets. The three smaller nuggets are on the right. This next test is a footage using five nuggets all one millimeter or less in size. The nugget second from left is the smallest. It is approximately 0.4 millimeters or 400 microns across. In this still shot, most nuggets are seen by the induction sensor registered in green. The very small nugget is seen by the X-ray transmission sensor in red. Here you see the compressed air tank underneath the machine that is used to provide air to blow rock particles off the conveyor belt. Every time the tape passes the end of the conveyor belt, the air jets are triggered. Novo envisions using a panel blow instead of spot blowing to recover gold nuggets. This will ensure better recovery. Novo wishes to thank Steiner for helping produce this video that demonstrates an amazing new technology that may one day unlock Novo's Pilbara Gold projects. Okay, I, I'm going to tell you something that the only two people in the world who, who are aware of this is me and Quentin Henning. I went over there, uh, Keith Barron was there, Eric from the Hedgehog's Horseman was there, and I didn't realize this, but they hadn't been to all three projects. They had only been to Carartha. So Edgina was brand new to them, and certainly Beaton's Creek was brand new to them, and those are all totally, totally different projects. Mm -hmm. Everybody listening remembers back to the Denver Gold Show two years ago where Quentin actually showed people doing metal detecting at Carartha in the middle of the night. I went to Edgina, and Novo has a 200,000 square kilometer position as 720 square miles of a alluvial floodplain. And they are doing exactly what they were doing at Carartha. They're scraping the top layer off. They're using metal detectors and they're keeping track of all the numbers. And it occurred to me that the gold, the size of the gold, the quantity of the gold, the grade of the gold was exactly the same in the gravel as it was in the hard rock. And that was an absolute shock to me because I would have thought there was a lot less gold in the gravel than there was hard rock. But you, you could have been looking at, at Carartha and the Denver Gold Show, and I'm looking at this thinking, ooh, this is really scary because Carartha is 125 kilometers away from Edgina, and it, it could be mineralized the entire way. Now, Keith Barron happens to be one of the top alluvial specialists in the world. He has the largest uh, emerald mine, not, I'm sorry, not an emerald, he has the largest sapphire mine uh, in North America. 
Uh, it's privately owned. He's financed the whole thing. And we were talking to Rob Humphreyson, who's the CEO or COO of Novo. And Rob asked me what I thought the cost of processing at Edgina would be. And I said about five bucks a cubic meter. And he asked Keith Barron exactly the same question, and Keith said about five bucks a cubic meter. Uh, the one surprise that we have is the grade of the gold at Edgeon is a lot higher than we thought. Uh, Quentin and I would have been real happy to see 0 0.5, 0 0.6, 0 0.8 uh, grams per cubic meter. It looks a lot like more like one to two grams per cubic meter. So if you get two, two grams per cubic meter, you got 90 bucks worth of gold. It's going to cost you about five bucks to process, maybe two or three dollars for reclamation. It will be, period, end of story, write it on a piece of paper, take it to the bank, and you can cash it. Edgina is going to be the lowest cost gold uh, project in the world. Wow, that says that says a lot, and it says a lot coming from the source, which is you and and Dr. Quentin Henney. And and sticking with uh, Dr. Quentin Henney, let's go to Japan. Irving Resources, one of my favorites. Uh, Quentin just announced the very best initial drill program that I have come across in eighteen years that the market still doesn't get it, which I find very funny. Uh, at the Omo mine that, that you and I have been to, uh, they were getting ore grade intercepts on seven out of eight holes. And understand, this was all done without the CSAMT data. Okay, mm -hmm. They drilled first and got the data second. Uh, Newmont sent their best uh, technical guys from Australia over to do the study. Uh, and what it means is that when they were drilling blind, they were coming up with ore grade intercepts. And now they have a lot better data as to where the actual structure is. That's going to be an extremely successful program. Now, uh, shareholders or potential shareholders are a bit frustrated at the pace, but you've got to understand there hadn't been any mining in, in, in Japan since 1943. Uh, the, the few mines that exist are owned by the very major companies and they were accidents more than anything else. Gold mine is literally in its infancy. Uh, Irving had to, to drag drillers in from Canada to, to get the drill program going. So. They have been extremely successful, but they're they're operating about ten or fifteen percent of the speed of what you would do in Nevada or California or even Africa. So it, it's not a function of bad management on Irving's part. It's a difficult country to work in because there hasn't been any mining. They literally have to train the bureaucrats at the mining ministry. And, and tell these guys what they need to do. It's an interesting situation, but Irving is a home run out of the box. It's going to be one of the best gold stories in, in, in 10 or 15 years. Now, Novo's bigger, but it's going to take 50 years for people to realize how big Novo is. It's going to take two or three years for people to realize how big Irving is, but Irving's a home run out of the box. And just let that sit in for a second. They did blind drilling, eight holes, seven out of the eight, high grade, not just mineralization. We're talking about high grade here. And uh, we definitely want to recognize the CEO there, Akiko Levinson. She's done a masterful job there. Let's move now to Miramont Resources, another company associated with Dr. Quentin Henney. <laughs> That's what that's what the market is doing. No, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Miramont, sir? <laughs> Someday it'll wake up. 
but right now it's just uh, it's it's it has it doesn't obviously does not have your attention at the moment. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move over to uh, prime mining. Prime mining down in Mexico, gold, Sonola. Uh, I I think it's going to be a very good story. Uh, there's definitely gold there. They've got a resource, and I I think it's a very cheap stock. They got like sixty million shares outstanding. Uh, good story. Yeah, they're a new kid on the block. I think they just became public, if I'm not mistaken, uh, September, and I had an opportunity to meet the CEO, and uh, which is Andrew Bowering and Scott Koyich of Investor Relations at the New Orleans Investment Conference. And I really like the value proposition of Prime Mining. Let's move on to another one you and I were just discussing before the program: Lion One Metals. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get me for murder. I'm afraid. Uh Here's the deal, and I have this conversation periodically with mining companies, and, and usually I've been smacking somebody up the side of the head before I get started. When I do a story or when somebody is an advertiser, my entire purpose is to educate the reader and to get them to go to the company's website to read up on the story. The website has to buttress what I say. So they came out with an absolutely extraordinary press release yesterday, and I, I, I went to their website to link to it, and it, it wasn't on their website. <laughs> Damn, I mean, how can you come out with something that significant and not even have it on your website. So I, I, I wrote the damn article, and the article was in print, um, God, I don't know, a day before they got around to put it on their website. And I, I you know, people people don't know this because they think Bob Moriarty's a nice guy. Uh, a- actually, you don't want to cross me and, and <laughs> get any pieces on your website either get them up or I'm not going to write about it well I've had the same challenges I've uh, corresponded with the CEO there Walter Burkhoff and shared with him hey sir I don't see this this press release on your website but I do see it on other sites so that's uh, unique and by the way there's another name there that's affiliated with Line 1 Metals and that again is Dr. Quentin Henney what a what well, a, yeah let's let's go into it I mean mm-hmm. I sitting here running my mouth about them not posting their press releases, which I hope they understand now. But uh, Wally is one of the most successful entrepreneurs. I won't call him a promoter. He's an entrepreneur in the mining space, and he's had three or four extremely successful companies that he's taken from nothing and he's built, sold for billions of dollars. He's going to do the same thing at Lion One. Now, the problem with Lion One is they've been thinking of this as an epithermal gold system for years and talking about it as an epithermal gold system, and it's not an epithermal gold system. It's an alkaline deposit, and mm-hmm. the difference is epithermal gold systems tend to be 200 or 300 meters in vertical extent, and alkaline systems are, are very big and very deep. So Wally's been working on that stamp project for 10 years, and he's been very successful, and he had money, and he had a permit, and he's been doing all his shit and get ready to go into production. And somehow he crossed paths with uh, Quentin, and Quinn says, hey, Wally, I got some bad news for you. You ain't got an epithermal gold system. And Wally went, what? I did yesterday. <laughs> now, you, you, you got an alkaline gold system, and it's a lot bigger and a lot deeper than you think it is. And Wally went, damn, is that good? And Quinn said, well, yeah, it's, it's pretty good, but you just got to spend some money to prove it. And, and Wally's a cheap son of a bitch. I mean, I like the guy, but to face it, he's a cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so Quinn's sitting there saying, you know, you need to be thinking about spending 5 or $10 million on a drill program. Wally's going, ah! So they did. 
okay, they, they just finished the first deep hole, and we don't have the assays back. It'll be another two or three weeks before they get the assays back, but they have hit exactly what Quentin suggested they were going to hit, and I'm going to tell you right now that the numbers are going to be extraordinary. So uh, I, that I, I think the value of Lion 1 is going to go up, and I'll, I'll be real candid. I went out yesterday in the open market and increased my position by 50%. It's, it's a monkey could figure that out. Uh, that speaks volumes because you certainly know the space. Let's move over to Caliber. Uh, really great story, and, and you and I have not talked about it. Very few people know about it. I have actually been down there. I was going to do something in Nicaragua about 10 years ago. Uh, B2 was there. They had two mines there, and that's how B2 got started and turned into a billion-dollar company. Uh, B2 has expanded to Africa and to the Philippines, and they've got much bigger mines in Africa and the Philippines. So they said, you know, we don't need our Nicaragua assets. And it turns out that there was a small junior down there that's been working for 10 years in a small caliber. And, and B2 got together with them and did a deal. And basically, B2 sold these two mines for $100 million total, uh, some of it in cash, some of it in a debenture, and some of it shares. They're going to own 29 or 30 percent of Caliber, but Caliber has been handed, not on a silver platter, Caliber has been handed on a golden platter to operating gold mines. And where B2, um, they didn't lose their focus, they just shifted their focus. And Caliber is intensely focused on Nicaragua. And I, I know damn well, because I've been on the property, there's a hell of a lot more gold there than anybody realizes. They're not going to run out of gold anytime soon. So uh, Caliber is going to be a big surprise. I, I think they're going to be producers in the tune of 140 to 160,000 ounces a year. I think their all its sustaining costs would be under a thousand dollars an ounce, and, and that means they're going to have seventy-five or eighty million dollars of, of free cash flow. Uh, so it, it, it's it's going to be a good deal. I, I I put a lot of money into Caliber. Oh, we certainly like the value proposition as well of Caliber. Uh, let's move over to Ethos Gold. Ah, Ethos. I've been in contact with Craig literally today. Uh, they've got a project in the Carlin Trend called Iron Point that Quentin likes a lot. And they've got a project in Ontario that Craig lock, likes a lot. And they've just started drilling there. And they've got a project in uh, BC that they like a lot. They had a project in Mexico, and it didn't work out, so they walked away from it. They haven't succeeded yet, but they haven't failed. And I literally am going to be going into a private placement with them in the next week or two, and I own a bunch of those shares. So it's, it's a crapshoot, but it's a crapshoot where the payoff's 5 or 10 to 1. And we recently shared that uh, private placement with our uh, subscribers, so please make sure you check your emails on that. Let's move over to uh, Greg Johnson's uh, companies, the Metallic Group of Companies, and let's talk about Group 10 Metals. Uh, that there, There's a zero-brainer right there. I thought that was Metallic. No, Metallic's silver. I get confused because there's three. <laughs> yes, there's, there's three of them in there, and then we yeah. have Granite Creek Copper. Yes. Yeah. There's a copper company, a PGE company, and a silver company. Uh, the PGEs, you know, uh, they're they're right next to the Stillwater complex. They own half of the Stillwater complex. Uh, I I think I could send my drunk monkey out there, and he could drill <laughs> it for. <them. laughs> 
And, and they just so people have some context this. So they their flagship project is the Stillwater West, uh, which is adjacent to the Stillwater project, which Sabanya recently purchased for two point two billion. Uh, and they have a great technical team there. How about metallic minerals? Okay, what well, they got a silver project in Canada, and because right. they like silver so much, you cannot go wrong buying silver companies. There are very few primary silver companies, and if you put your hands on one, and metallic is one, uh, you need to do that. I, I, I don't think you can go wrong. Nevada Copper will be in production probably a month from now okay they're half the price they were a year ago and uh, they were 40 cents and they're 20 cents now they're going into production the numbers absolutely work and copper is going to be one of the the most valuable metals here shortly uh strange enough there is something like a nine or ten days supply of copper on hand in the world today and there's a lot of copper mines that are running out of materials so uh, Nevada copper is perfectly positioned really good management and, and it's cheap and finally last one how about Rover metals <laughs> they, I, I think it been halted for like 77 years or something like that. Uh, they've got a good project. They're trying to get permission to, to close on the deal. And if they get permission to close on the deal, it'll be a good deal. I own a bunch of shares, but right now it's... Well, we just conducted an interview with uh, CEO Judson Coulter yesterday, and uh, hopefully when that re interview gets released, it uh, might wake you up and wake others up as well. <laughs> All right. Speaking of that, sir, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? No, you don't want to know. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it there then. <laughs> Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? I don't know. I I think we covered a lot. Well, let me ask you this, sir. Uh, let's address your books. You're, you're a world-famous author. Uh, two of my favorite books now. It used to be The Art of War and Nobody Knows Anything. We've replaced The Art of War with Basic Investing in Resource Stocks. And, of course, Nobody Knows Anything. That, that's going to remain an all-time favorite as well. If you would, please share where we can get those books. Uh, you can go to Amazon or you can go to Ingram or you can go to any bookstore and I will make a suggestion you'll find interesting. You should go reread the last chapter of The Art of Peace because in it I predicted the first worldwide revolution and I will tell you right now it's happening there's 10 or 15 countries where there are serious uh, social issues, riots, people being shot, uh, and it's going to get worse. And it, it all goes back to the lack of honest money and total corruption in the government. We are going to see something that has never happened before in history. We are going to see a global revolution and the only solution to it is to go back to honest money. And I'll give you a hint, it ain't going to be Bitcoin. <laughs> and, and thank you for correcting me. I, I incorrectly stated the art of war. It is the art of peace. Now, Bob, you and I are both biased to owning precious metals. So uh, for a number of reasons, some of which you've conveyed today, for audience members, I'd like to take this time to just share with you that we are licensed through the state of Minnesota to buy and sell Precious Metals through Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, which has a 30-year track record for delivering physical precious metals to your home, offshore storage accounts, and precious metal IRAs with over $5 billion in sales. So again, we're licensed, bonded, and carry an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call me directly at 855-505-1900 or simply email maurice at milesfranklin.com. And that number again is 855-505-1900. 
And before we close, I would be remiss if I didn't share our heartfelt condolences to the Moriarty family as we lost one of the great matriarchs in the space. And I'm speaking of the one and only Barbara Moriarty, whom we lost recently. Uh, I don't know how many people realize the impact that she's had for so many families to live a better life financially. Barbara is one of the founding members of 321 Gold and 321 Energy. And uh, we've had the pleasure of having her on our program a few times, but certainly not enough. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversations offline, and she made me laugh a lot. Uh, Ma'am, you will be missed on the behalf of myself, my wife, my sons, and Proven Improbable. We thank you for being a trailblazer, pioneer, and inspiration for us all. May you rest in peace. Bob, for someone listening that wants to get more information on your books and your website, please share them with us. Yeah, they can go to 321gold.com for the website or 321energy.com or go to Amazon and put in my name. And I will say the interesting thing about the books is there are some things in life like women and wine and books that should improve with age. And and those books literally get better. Uh, the art of peace I wrote three years ago, and it's still extremely timely. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody knows anything. I think people are going to be reading 50 years from now. And... Uh, I, I think the last one, the same thing, is going to be true. Uh, I, I think resources are the last frontier. I think they're the only safe harbor until we go back to honest money. There's a lot of fake money floating around. A lot of people are going to wake uh, they're going to go to bed rich, and they're going to wake up poor, and they're going to wish they had invested in resources. And if I may add as well, on our education tab, uh, Proven Improbable, you will find those books as well. We do not benefit financially directly from your purchase. We only benefit by applying the axioms in the book. Finally, please subscribe to ProvenAndProbable.com, where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. Bob Moriarty of 321 Gold and 321 Energy, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you. It's always an adventure. (laughs) Likewise, sir. The information presented on Proven Improbable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor. 